What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take. And it feels like yesterday we were watching Giannis and the Bucks climb back from a 2-0 hole in the NBA Finals and live out the name Bucks in six. Now here we are back in the NBA full swing and on a normal 82-game schedule that starts in October. Last year in October, we watched LeBron and the Lakers win the championship down in the bubble. Look how far the NBA has come since then. We've got the Brooklyn Big Two with the hopeful return of Kyrie to fill out the Big Three. A fully healthy Los Angeles Lakers roster that looks like the 2011 All-Star team. And all the bright and upcoming young stars that have emerged like Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, and LaMelo Ball to name a few. And let's not forget about the New York Knicks, who are now gathering quite a crowd in Madison Square Garden since their heroics of making the playoffs last season for the first time since 2013. MSG was on their feet Wednesday night in a back-and-forth double OT thriller against the Boston Celtics. Many of the Knicks' new roster additions came from Boston, including Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, who played their heart out and had a huge part in the Knicks being able to keep up with Jalen Brown, who was feeling it going for a career-high 46 points, the most in a season opener for the Celtics in their franchise history. The Knicks look to be in good position to call this thing a wrap in regulation with a six-point lead with under a minute to go. But the Celtics found a way to rally and force OT. But then here came Evan Fournier, who sinked triple after triple, including a dagger in double OT, followed by a Derrick Rose running bank shot to secure the victory for the Knicks. The life in the garden was spectacular. The NBA is just better when the Knicks are good, and the good they are. They have got great pieces, play hard, and have the league's best fan base behind them, building up momentum to, that could take this team a very long way. Now for the team across the river in the Brooklyn Nets, who are the favorites to win this year's NBA championship. Yet, they are going to have to go through the team that eliminated them from the postseason last year, in the reigning NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks officially put that championship behind them Tuesday night before their opening matchup with the Nets as the players and coaches received their rings and a brand new banner that celebrates their first title in 50 years as it was unveiled from the rafters. The Bucks picked up right where they left off with Giannis being the same relentless player on both ends of the floor, protecting the rim and attacking it for a stat line of 32 points, 14 rebounds and 7 assists, while his partner in crime, Chris Middleton, was knocking down jumpers and flashing his playmaking skills, all while Drew, Drew Holiday, as usual, was putting in the work defensively. But this year the Bucks have a new look. They are so much more confident in themselves after that Jeep championship run they went on. They're more tight-knit and carry themselves to a higher standard, now knowing that they what it's like to get over the hump. The Bucks once again are going to be set on winning a championship, this time with some more swagger. Out west we go where we have a potential contenders both from California and Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. The Big Two and LeBron and AD were looking as good as ever, combining for 77 points, but the new member, Russell Westbrook, who was supposed to make LA a Big Three, did not live up to the expectation. 
finishing with 8 points on 4 of 13 shooting, including 0 for 4 beyond the arc, all while not managing the, to get a single free throw, uh, get to the free throw line at all. Overall, he made the Lakers worse, as they were outscored by 23 points with him on the court. Now, Curry didn't have the best night either, with him only shooting 5 for 21, not being one of his best shooting performances and being blocked on several different drives, missing some knockdown jumpers that he normally hits all the time. Although Curry admittingly played trash, he still managed to post 21 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds, making for his first triple-double since 2016. Not to mention, the Warriors hung in there with AD and Braun, kept playing hard, shooting the rock, and got on a hot streak good enough to get the dub. And so, that was great for them, out west for them. And last but certainly not least of the NBA's, NBA's opening week, we had LaMelo Ball, who was really the talk of the summer this offseason, with his new shoe, the Puma MB1, coming out, and his brother LiAngelo possibly teaming up with him in the coming future. The reigning rookie of the year had quite a start to his sophomore campaign with 31 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, playing a huge part in the Hornets' improbable third third quarter comeback, going on a 24-0 run to overcome a 23-point deficit. He was then praised with MVP chance at the free throw line in the final minutes of the fourth. He's another one of these specially young stars in this league. Him, Luca, Trey, Book, and Tatum are all the next generation, and I see them being running this league once others retire, like LeBron. Eventually, someday he'll retire, trust me. What a great start to the NBA season, though. Great to just see the league back in action again, adding to what has already been an action-packed month of sports. Hope y'all enjoyed that and all the other sports going around. You can catch all of it and more through me, Blake Neiman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube at Blake's Take. And I'll see you all in the next one. Have a great day.